bringing hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mensah Otterville. And now, today's word. Titled my message, How to Grow Your Faith, and this is part two. How to Grow Your Faith. And in the part one, I talked about the fact that faith grows. And uh, we have to grow our faith from one level to the other. Our text is Second Thessalonians Second Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3 to 4. 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3 to 4. I suppose you know where 2 Thessalonians is. It's in your, in your Bible. It's in the New Testament. It's the last epistle that Paul wrote to a church. Uh, the church epistles and uh, after that you go to the personal epistles to Timothy to Titus uh, but Second Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 3 to 5 it says we are bound to thank God always for you brethren as it is fitting because your faith grows exceedingly and the love of every one of you all abounds toward each other. So that we ourselves boast of you among the churches of God for your patience and faith in all your persecutions and tribulations that you endure. The part I want you to note and underline or highlight uh, appropriately is your faith grows exceedingly. Your faith grows exceedingly the church in Thessalonica had faith but it wasn't a stagnant faith it was faith that grew but it didn't just grow but it grew exceedingly now if faith can grow it means that it can increase but similarly it also means that faith can diminish that you can start with strong faith and go into weak faith your faith can be small and also grow big and in the bible you find that there are different descriptions of faith like little faith like weak faith like great faith like strong faith and sometimes some people are described as having no faith and last week, we started looking at steps to grow our faith. And I talked only on the first part, uh, the first step, and, uh, and that was where we ended the, the service. The first step to growing your faith is to stand on your faith. Stand on your faith. Believe God for yourself. It's great to have a good pastor, it's great to learn from a pastor. It's great to become a member of a good church. It's great to have people who surround you in prayer. But if you're going to grow in faith, you're not going to grow depending on your pastor's faith or your church member's faith or your prayer partner's faith. You have to stand on your own faith. 
You have to have your own personal encounter with God. You have to experience God at your own level. You have to have an incontrovertible testimony of God's power at work in your life. If you're going to grow in faith, you have to stand on your faith. Secondly, if you're going to grow in faith, you have to feed your faith. Meditate on the Word of God. The Word of God is faith food. The Word of God gives faith to your spirit. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. Just as the natural body grows through what we eat, so our faith also grows through what we eat spiritually. If you eat a lot of history books, you will grow in history. Isn't that so? Yeah. If you read a lot of history books, you will grow historically. You will know about history. You would know about um, Mansa Musa. You would know about... Uh, the Songhai guy, what's his name? Askia Muhammad. You would know about uh, uh, Sundiata Keita. And you would know about all these historical figures in Africa and other parts of the world. How does history come? It comes by feeding on historical books. If you read geography, you will be strong in geography. If you read more books in uh, in any subject, you grow in that area. If you study engineering, you grow in engineering. If you want to grow in faith, you have to get the source of faith. And faith is in the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing the Word of God. If you don't study the Word, there will be no faith in your heart. You can't get faith by going to church. You get faith by hearing the word by reading it by staying meditating in the word and filling your heart with the word of God so the word of God dwells in you richly so when you come against a situation you can speak the word out of your mouth faith comes by hearing if you're going to grow in faith you have to feed your faith in the word of God but you don't just feed on the word of God you have to exercise your faith Act on the word. You have to act on the word. In the natural, if you feed your body without exercising it, you will grow fat and flabby. So, it's great to eat well, but if you don't exercise, you'll just be big, but with no strength. The same way spiritually. If all you do is taking the word, 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 you will grow fat and flabby spiritually. But if you want to really be muscular and strong, then you have to exercise your faith. You have to use your faith. You have to use your faith to do something. You have to use your faith to believe God. You have to pray. You have to go out trusting God. And, and many times when you're exercising your faith, you start with little things. You believe God for something small. And then when you see the answer, you believe him for something bigger than the last one. Then you believe him for something bigger than the last one. And as you pray and believe God, your confidence in him grows. And that is how you exercise your faith. 
You do it gradually, just like you do when you are building your muscles. You don't go out there and, and, and just uh, try to bench press 400 kilos of metal. That, that will crush you to death. So in the same way, when you, when you want to start faith, you don't start believing God for something big. You start believing God for something small. You don't go out there and say, I'm going to raise the dead. I'm going to raise the dead. Now you'll be very disappointed. But start getting the headache gone and get the malaria gone and then go up the scale and pretty soon you have faith to raise the dead. But you don't start by raising the dead. You don't say, I'm, I'm, I'm praying for God to give me a million CDs. Your faith is not up to a million. Your faith is still one CD. And if you have one city faith, believe God. Say, Lord, I trust you for my daily bread, this one city. And I, as, as you see God supply your need at a lower level, he'll supply your need at a higher level. Faith must be exercised, but it has to be gradual exercising of faith. We grow in faith, and we have to grow exceedingly and gradually. So you have to exercise your faith. And it's not everything that you need to talk to somebody about to pray with you. There are certain things that when they come your way, you just decide, I'm not going to talk about to this, to anybody about it. I'm not going to mention this to anybody. I'm just going to trust God and believe God for a miracle myself. That's how you exercise your faith. You put your faith on the line. And somebody says, well, what if you, you try and it doesn't work? Well, you do it again. You continue doing it until it works. It's like trying to, to lift up weight. You, you try to lift up and it doesn't lift. You don't lift it. Next day you go and try to lift up again. Next day you go and try to lift it again. And maybe after the fourth try, you realize, I can lift it up. And I can only do one repetition. And then you do two repetitions. Then you do three repetitions. And so on and so forth. So sometimes when you pray, you don't get answers. But that's how your faith is being exercised. You go, to, go at it. Go to the word of God. Go to study the word of God. And go and pray again. Until you begin to see answers. And when you see answers, don't stop praying. Take on a bigger challenge. That's how you exercise your faith. If you want your faith to grow, you have to stand on your own faith. You have to feed on the word of God. You have to exercise your faith. And number four... If you want your faith to grow, you have to walk in love. You have to love, walk in love. Love is so powerful in faith. Faith works by love. Galatians chapter 5 verse 6 says, For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything but faith working through love. Faith working through love. Faith working through love. Love is the force that keeps faith working. In Mark chapter 11, verse 23, 20, uh, 24, and 25, listen to what Jesus says. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. That's 24. And many, many times we like to quote verse 24. What things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. But verse 25 says, and whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive them. 
that your Father in heaven also may forgive you your trespasses. When you stand praying, so your prayer and your faith is always linked to your love. You cannot walk in bitterness and operate in faith. Your faith will be choked. Your faith will be blocked. You cannot walk in unforgiveness, hating somebody and still operating in faith. Faith works by love. So if you want to grow your faith, you have to grow in your forgiveness. Forgiveness is good for you, not for the person you are forgiving. It's, it's, it's self-preservation. So even if the person doesn't deserve it, you deserve it. You deserve to have your prayer answered. You deserve to grow in faith. So even if you think the person has offended you and really what he's done is horrible and really he doesn't deserve for me to forgive him, ask yourself, do I want my prayer hindered? Now if you don't want your prayer hindered, then for your own sake, forgive him. When you stand praying, when you stand praying, forgive. When you stand praying, so if you want faith to grow, you have to walk in forgiveness. The extent of unforgiveness in your life will be the extent of growth of your faith. If there is unforgiveness, there is no growth of faith. Bitter people cannot grow in faith. Angry people, people full of hatred, envy, jealousy, you hate everybody around you, you can't grow in faith because faith works through love. Love is the fuel of faith. Love is the fuel of your prayer. So we want our faith to grow. We have to stand on our own faith. We have to feed on the word of God. We have to exercise our faith. We have to put it to use. And we have to work or walk in love. All right. Now, want to learn a few things about faith from the father of faith, Abraham. You can't get around faith and not talk about Abraham. So let's go to Romans chapter 4 because Romans chapter 4 says a lot about Abraham and his faith. Romans chapter 4 verse 16 to 21. We know what Abraham did with his faith. He used his faith to do many things but the one we remember the most is believe God for a child in his old age. Believe God for a child in his old age. And uh, it was a very tough test he went through. But he believed God and he had a child. And, and that's why Abraham is called the father of faith. The father of faith. So if you want to learn faith, probably he's the best place to learn faith from. Romans chapter 4, verse 16 to 21. It says... Therefore, it is of faith that it might be according to grace, so that a promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, but also those who are of faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Verse 17, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. In the presence of him whom he believed, God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did, who contrary to hope, in hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations according 
to what was spoken. I like that. So shall your descendants be. And not being weak in faith. I want you to note that phrase. Weak in faith. Not being weak in faith. He did not consider his own body already dead. Since he was about a hundred years old. And the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief. But was strengthened in faith. Underline that strengthened in faith. The old King James says strong in faith. Giving glory to God. And being fully convinced. That what he had promised. He was also able to perform. Prepare yourself for an unparalleled experience of divine revelation and spiritual empowerment. Greater Works 2023. Speakers, Pastor Matthew Ashimolo, Bishop Tudor Bismarck, Bishop Mike Okonko, and your host, Pastor Mensah Otterbill. Date, Monday 31st July to Friday 4th August. Morning sessions from Tuesday 1st August to Friday 4th August. Time, 9 a.m. Evening sessions. Time, 5 p.m. each night. Venue, Christ Temple East, Teshi. Buses will be available at vantage points across the city to convey you to and back from the conference. Visit gwcentral.org for more details. Greater works. Ignite your faith. Transform your life. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebe, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebe. Email otebe at centralgospel.com or call plus 233-302-688-000.